The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. In our Gospel reading, uh, it can become easy for us to say, well, that's not about me. Uh, He's talking about virgins. And uh, I thought in honor of St. Augustine, we might look from his perspective. I did a sermon on this text, and I thought maybe we would explore what he had to say about this. There's really two points that I think we want to really look at. Who are the virgins and what's this about the oil? I think those are the two areas. And Augustine had a lot to say about who the virgins were in his homily. He said specifically, these five and five virgins are all Christian souls together but not just souls of every sort, but such souls as have the Catholic faith and seem to have good works in the church of God. He's basically saying that the virgins are all of us Catholics. You might ask yourself, well, wasn't everyone Catholic back at that point, back in the uh, into the third and fourth century, or the, thir- or the fourth and fifth centuries, which is when Augustine lived. Uh, but you might also recall that Pelagius was who Augustine debated. And Pelagius was really talking about uh, our ability to get to heaven by doing good works all on our own. No grace was needed. And, uh, and Augustine was arguing that grace was needed because of original sin. So there were multiple, we could say, Christians, but they had had some 
separation in what they believed. And this seemed to have good works. So people were doing good works, but for some reason, uh, Augustine is bringing that back in. So we can't easily escape this gospel reading. Uh, This is us. We have to wrestle with it. We are considered part of the virgins. Now, the other thing that uh, Augustine said were that all of the virgins had lamps. And the lamps are this doing the good works. So everyone that does good works has a lamp. But what's missing is the oil. So he said, uh, the virgins, by reason of abstinence for unlawful indulgence of the senses, they have lamps by reason of good works. So everyone that was trying to do good works, because that's what the Lord had said we should do, they have lamps. So the difference is in the oil. Augustine said that the oil is the testimony of our conscience. That's a lot to contemplate. The testimony of our conscience. And we're starting to hit on grace as something that God is giving us. Augustine said, men can put oil into their vessels, but they cannot create the olive. So olive oil was, of course, what most of the lamps were uh, driven by uh, for uh, flames. And it got me thinking about how olive oil is made. Uh, It appears that there is a small holding tank in every cell of the flesh of an olive, and it's called a vacuole. And it holds a tiny little drop of olive oil. And when it's put between a rock and a hard place, you squeeze out that vacuole and what comes out is olive oil. Uh, Another item to note is that Gethsemane, where Jesus spent his final evening, literally means an olive oil press. So really what Augustine is telling us about this oil, this oil that the wise and foolish virgins were struggling about, there's a co-action of mercy. There's something, grace, that we're trying to wrap our hands around, and our co-action in trying to do good works. We can't do it on our own. And I recalled, I know many of you have gone through Gately's works before, Um, there was a a part that John Paul II uh, helped define what mercy was, and I thought it was important to read here. Uh, Gately says that Pope John Paul says that the true mercy is always a two-way street, a bilateral reality where both the giver and the receiver are blessed. In fact, John Paul teaches that if we don't realize this when we perform a work of mercy, uh, 
It's not really mercy. Specifically, John Paul said, we must also continually purify all our actions and all our intentions, which mercy is understood and practiced in a unilateral way as a good done to others. An act of merciful love is only really such when we are deeply convinced at the moment that we perform it that we are at the same time receiving mercy from the people who are accepting it from us. If this bilateral and reciprocal quality is absent, our actions are not yet true acts of mercy, nor has there been fully completed in us that conversion to which Christ has shown us the way by his words and example, even to the cross, nor are we yet sharing fully in the magnificent source of merciful love that has been revealed to us by him. This is the oil. This is the oil. And when we think about how our gospel ends, the Lord said, I don't know you. And the important aspect of when we're doing good works, we need to beg for that grace so that God will be with us when we're produced, when we're making that, when we're receiving that oil from the Lord, so that he'll know us when the bridegroom comes. So we should pray that we receive these graces and these experiences where we encounter the Christ.